Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field Report. Kind of start out with a crop report, I guess you'd say a harvest report, as far as what we're seeing uh, out there with the crew. Uh, talk with Bubba up at Helena there at Grand Ridge. Bubba says it's pretty quiet on the corn front, but what's coming in, the lighter yields are in that 2 to 210 bushel range, moisture's 18, 19%. The corn has got some green in it is 25% and in that 250 range. Bean yields, he said, are coming in strong from the high 70s to the upper 80s. So exciting to see how that beans shake out. Slide on over to the east side of the state over there with Tim and Donovan Co-op. Tim says not much coming in for beans yet to speak of. Uh, over there, the corn not sprayed with a fungicide is in that 2 to 10 range. Looks like the corn sprayed with a fungicide is in the 220-230 range. Slip to the west, talk to Mark over there at uh, Sun Ag in Tremont. Again, not seeing many soybeans coming in there yet. Guys are trying to clean up a lot of down corn from the winds that they had. Uh, corn sprayed with a fungicide, he said, is in that 220-240 range. They are seeing some corn that was sprayed twice with a fungicide in that 250-plus range. Here locally, uh, soybeans so far in the upper 70s to upper 80s, so that's a good start. Uh, corn not sprayed is in that 170 to 200 bushel range, running 14 to 18%, and some of that is falling down on us. The dead corn sprayed is in that 210 to 30 range, moisture is in that 19 to 21%. Uh, the corn hybrids that have some green in them. Uh, they're in the 230-250 range and moisture at that 25%. So plant health is a big part of what we're seeing here locally. Move on down to the south, move down to Moultrie County. We've got a little less tar spot down there, a little greener plants, but we do have heavier southern rust in some fields. Guys are saying when they leave the field with the combine and get on the road and take off, there's just an orange cloud behind them coming off the combine. And also guys texting in pictures of the decks and everything on the combine turning orange yields in that area are ranging from 230 to 265 uh, moistures in the low 20s from a moisture standpoint some beans coming out the 28 beans in the low to mid 70s when the group threes are in the mid 70s to low 80s so again good numbers starting to show up on the soybean side what we're seeing out in the field this past week well the corn continues to fall apart when it comes to standability, guys are trying to catch as much as they can before it falls down. Remember, sometimes it's better to leave a downfield and catch one before it falls. So stay on top of that with your scouting reports. Last week, a grower texted me pictures where the harvested corn was taller than the unharvested corn. Yeah, think about that one. couple of reports from different growers coming in that the outside rounds of the cornfield that they're greener and higher in moisture and higher in yield compared to the rest of the field this i believe is credited to et rates and humidity due to higher et rates on the outside rounds uh, a field can get scorched especially in the south and west boundaries if they're not protected by an adjacent cornfield well, these same rows can be the highest yielding when ET rates are working for you. This year with higher ET rates and lower humidity, 
It's going to be a big help on the leaf diseases. The moral of the story, when you're opening up a field to decide and you decide you're going to leave it because the moisture is too high, cut a swath through the middle of it. You may be surprised how dry it is out in the field itself. Test weights are all over the board from 50 to 60 pound test weights. Yield swing from 170 to over 300 bushel in the same field. Boys, the yield maps this year are going to be worth gold. You need to calibrate the combines. Using last year's cal loads are not going to give you the caliber of yield map that you want. So operators, take the time, put in the effort, get your machines calibrated. Managers, give them the time and the wherewithal to get this done. I'm seeing too much harvest loss on this dead corn with the rubbery cobs and we're not getting it cleaned off. Some of these fields, the harvest loss is more than 20 bushel. Don't let this corn get away from you. Tighten things down, dirty up the sample if you must, but get this grain. Don't assume one setting for the field works across all hybrids in all the field. The more rubbery cob you got, the tougher it is. So let's be behind those combines. Scouts, help your operators. Let's not make sure we're leaving 20 bushel out there today. On the soybean front, we are seeing the early maturity group beans planted early getting dry. Guys cutting beans at 9%, but they still have green stems and green pods in them. Some of these are wanting to split open. So scouts, let's keep an eye on these early maturing and early maturity beans so they don't bust open on us as we're chasing all this dead corn. We may have to start jockeying back and forth from beans to corn to stay on top of it. And the scouts, you're gonna have to help them make the call. Don't worry about the green beans and stems. If these beans are testing dry and they're showing signs that they're about to pop out of the pod, go ahead and take them. Even if they're going to farm storage, it's amazing how those few green beans disappear when we bring those beans back out of the bin. The belt heads do handle the green stems a lot better than the auger heads. And I know corn harvest is front and center, but don't take your eye off of those early maturity group beans that were planted early in April. Let's not let them shell on the ground on us. The later maturing beans and the later maturity groups still look like they got anywhere from two in some cases three weeks out by then we'll have enough corn harvest out of the way that slowing down to take some beans will be a lot easier last week we asked the pest managers to survey your corn hybrids as you go and take notice of the hybrids that stand out in handling this disease pressure better than the other hybrids in the same field quite a few of you have been sending in texts and pictures of hybrids standing up to the pressure and we're already seeing repeating numbers, meaning hybrids staying green for one grower are doing the same for others. Let's keep this up, but let's add to it. Not only keeping notice of the ones that are handling this tar spot better, let's note the ones that have completely fallen apart from disease. So text them in, email them in, or write them down in your record books or your iPads to keep track of them. After the fall is done, we'll compile this list and maybe we can come up with a tar spot disease comparison for our crop tech customers.
Clots are coming out at a good pace. No doubt the fungicide trials are the ones ringing the bell the hardest. Sprayed versus no sprayed, 20, 25 bushels getting to be pretty common. One plot of a second spraying on three hybrids ranged from an additional 6 to 18 bushel picked up from a second spraying. One of our fixed flex plots did come out, uh, came out of the area of the south with a little less tar spot. 36 hybrids planted, and they're planted at 36,000 and 22,000. The 36,000 yields range from 298 to 227, averaging 256. Moisture range from 19.5 to 27. Uh, the plot averaged 22.2% moisture. The interesting thing, the full season hybrids aren't the ones that are winning the plot. It's a mixture of, of hybrids out there, unlike what we would typically would see with the fuller season hybrids, would be the ones that tend to take the top tier. Uh, on the same plot, on the 22,000 side of the plot where we planted 22, yields range from 250 to 196 with a plot average of 221. Isn't that hard to believe? 221 bushel average on a 22,000 planted population. Some guys in the area areas with less tar spot are mumbling their corn is still green and it's still wet the upper 20s to lower 30s everyone else in the area is running and theirs is too wet my advice here is don't mumble too loud be patient these green fields will reward you if we don't see some rain here soon it's time to come up with a plan on how we're going to handle field fires it may be time to have a tillage tool hooked up and traveling with the harvest crew. Soil testing crews are out pulling the fall testing already. So again, keep calling those fields in as you knock them down. And if you uh, haven't got them called in yet for fall testing, let's make sure we get that done as well. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.